Hello, everybody. This is Johnny with Sin City Hustlers coming at you with another episode of Let's Talk eBay, episode 10. We are in double digits. Uh, this week, we're going to go over my weekend sales, uh, of course, and we're going to go over eBay-related news, and we're going to go with everybody's favorite weird listing of the week. Stay tuned. Hello, everybody. It's Johnny with Sin City Hustlers again. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk eBay. Uh, this week, we or I do not have a reseller on this week. Um, there is a reason for that. Uh, the reason is two days ago, uh, I ended up in the ER uh, with some uh, really bad back pain. And the reason was, uh, was actually, actually I was listing. I was listing clothes, taking photographs, you know, getting all my inventory ready. And this was Sunday afternoon and you know, it, it gradually turned into back pain. At first, I felt a little nauseous. And then all of a sudden, during the middle of me taking photographs of my inventory, um, I started to get really bad back pain. So I told my wife, you know what, I don't feel good. Took some ibuprofen, and I'm going to lay down. And my wife goes, okay. So I go lay down. My wife takes the dog outside. She comes back in, and I'm putting my shoes on and putting my shorts on. And she goes, well, what are you doing? I go, we need to go to the hospital. She's all for what? And I go, we need to go to ER because my back pain is unbearable. It's like on the left side of my back, the lower back. She goes, okay, well, let's go. So on the way to the hospital, we went into uh, Sunrise Hospital here in Las Vegas. And um, I want to uh, give a shout out to the ER staff there. Those guys are really efficient there. Um, they're really good. They got me in and out pretty quick. Um, but... You know, it turns out they took my blood, uh, they gave me an IV. Um, by that time, my, my back pain had subsided. I, it was almost no back pain at all. So my wife goes, well, we're here. It's just to see what the doctor says. I'm like, okay. So they come in. Uh, they said my blood tests were good. Uh, uh, they took a urine test, and then they said there was blood in my urine, which was uh, an indication that I had a kidney stone. So they did a CAT scan. The CAT scan came back. Yes, you definitely have a kidney stone on your left on your left kidney, and that it's very very small kidney stone, and it should pass naturally. So uh, I was, you know, when you go to ER and you have some sort of um, health issue or medical issue, and I, I, this is the first time that's ever happened to me, and I don't have medical issues at all. And this scared the hell out of me. And it scared the hell out of my wife. And I just want to say that I'm fine. Everything turned out okay. Um, I'm fine now. They gave me some medication, a prescription for medication, but I'm not going to take it because I don't take medication. Uh, that heavy dose of medication that they're giving me. I'll take ibuprofen. That's about, that's about it. Um, but... You know, I should make a full recovery on my kidney stone. So, uh, no worries. That's the reason why I don't have a, a reseller on to interview because 
you know, because of what happened. I ended up in the ER. Usually Sunday night I'm listing or taking photographs of my inventory, listing, and then I'll do research for my podcast and contacting uh, other resellers or a seller I have lined up to interview and, you know, get a time and, a, and a, to, you know, set, set everything up for my podcast usually. And this sort, this thing, when I went to the ER, threw a loop, you know, so I didn't really get anything done. So it's just me. You're going to hear my voice. Um, and that's pretty much, pretty much it for what happened to me. Um, let's move on with the show. Uh, let's go over my weekend sales, which were really good. I had over 10 sales over the weekend, uh, week and weekend. Uh, let's see. We're going to start with Lucky Brand. Uh, Lucky Brand shoes. Uh, there were actually Lucky Brand women's tan leather zip-up ankle uh, distressed boots. Uh, was, I found them at the Goodwill bins, uh, paid less than a dollar for them. And they have like, uh, it's like a mid boot. They're not all the way. They're like ankle length boots, uh, distressed, distressed. If you don't know what distressed means, distressed means they got a, uh, factory worn look to it. That means they, they can, they come out of the factory looking already worn and they call it distressed. You know, they do it with jeans and stuff like that. Uh, Lucky Brand, uh, they're tan colored uh, leather, they're all leather with a side zip and uh, I listed them for $39.99 and that's exactly what the buyer paid for. Uh, there was no negotiations, there was no best offer, uh, they just straight up paid $39, which was great because I only paid less than a dollar for them at the, at the bins. So looking at comps on them uh, were really good, uh, they, Lucky Brand uh, shoes or women's shoes sell like daily. So I knew it was gonna sell. I've had them up for a couple weeks and they sold pretty quick. Uh, next one up is a Torrid women's uh, short sleeve, distre another distressed uh, t-shirt uh, with a lace trim on it. Now, when I found this at the bend, I thought it was just, a, I saw the Torrid label and I pulled it out and I looked at it and I was like, oh man, this thing is beat to crap. I mean, this thing looks beat up. But I, I did a further inspection of it, and I was just kind of looking at it, and it, had, uh, it has lace trim going vertically up and down on uh, each side of the T-shirt. And uh, again, uh, everything I talk about in my, in my podcast, I'm going to put it on my Instagram. So you'll not only hear what I'm saying, but you'll see what I'm, I'm talking about. Uh, the, the ribs in the Torrid T-shirt were factory torn. So I mean, just, they, they were made to look like that. So there was tears, you know, in the chest area, in the in the abdomen area. Uh, I think a couple in the sleeves. So it looked really beat up, and it looked like it was just beat to death. But I, I looked up comps, and there's only another couple other listings of it. And I guess that's just the way this T-shirt looks, and it sold, I say, within a week of me listing it. Uh, sold it for fourteen ninety nine. Got it for less than a dollar, of course. Uh, I love the, the Goodwill bins, man. You can find some good stuff. Uh, $14.99, and it's off to its new home. Uh, she actually left me a good uh, feedback on it. She said she loved the T-shirt. It's, as described, fits really well. So she gave me a good feedback on this one. Um, this one, next one is uh, Ed Hardy, women's multicolored uh, floral, kind of geisha print on the side of the wedge. Uh, it's a wedge heel. Uh, with like a cork sole wedge and a, uh, the black material on top. Uh, you'll see it on my Instagram. Uh, it's Ed Hardy. Here's the thing with these shoes. 
I let these shoes sit for a good three weeks. I say about almost a month before I listed them. Don't ask me why I didn't list them right away. Because at that time I had a pile of shoes. And I was just like going through shoes, listing them. And, you know, you, you know, after a while you get tired of, you know, like, oh, okay, I'm done for the day. And then I just kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And finally, I got around to listing, of taking photographs of the shoes and then listing it. These shoes sold within less than 24 hours. I put them up for $29.99. I took a best offer of $25. Found these at the Goodwill bins, of course. Uh, looked them up. When I first looked them up, the, the comps were okay. But, uh, you know, I didn't think they were going to sell that fast. So as soon as I listed them, um, I already had a couple watches on it. And then, sure enough, someone made an offer on there. They have $25. Uh, it was only like one offer. Usually when someone makes an offer, they lowball. And then I'll come back with a decent offer. Uh, but this one, they, they just straight up offered, you know, I'll give you 25 for it. And they said, I said, okay, sold. And it shipped off to a new, new home. And this one gave me a positive feedback, too, on there. Uh, they said uh, they love the shoes. Um, they fit well, so that was that was good uh, feedback on that one. Uh, next up, Croft and Borrow. Uh, I do have a few Croft and Borrow tops, women's tops, in my store. There's one thing that you'll find a lot at the Goodwill bins is Croft and Borrow. Croft and Borrow, at least the, at least the Las Vegas bins, there are tons of Croft and Borrow uh, clothes at the Goodwill bins, and this one I picked up because it was kind of unique. Uh, it was like a, uh, it's laced front. It has a laced front blouse, uh, three-quarter uh, sleeve, uh, like a peach color, almost pinkish, uh, and it's a 1X. That's the reason why I got it, because it was uh, a plus-size uh, uh, blouse. So I picked it up, uh, sold it for $14.99. Uh, that's what I listed it for, and that's what the buyer bought it for. And it's shipped off to a new home. So it's a pretty decent looking uh, blouse. So where, uh, whoever got it, got a good piece of clothing. Uh, next up is the, <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Another Croft and Borrow. Uh, but here's the thing. This next one that I sold took forever. Took forever. Uh, it's, it was actually one of my first listings when I first started uh, listing on eBay and, and first opened up my store. Um, it's a Croft and Borrow gold and black striped cow neck top, and it's a 3X, big size. So I picked it up because it was a 3X, and I thought it was just going to sell quickly like the last Croft and Borrow. No. It was up here for at least six months. <laughs> I wanted to get rid of it, so I had it up for, I think, for $9.99. Took a best offer of $7. I said, screw it. Um put in a poly and sent it off. I made a couple bucks off of it. I don't care. I just wanted to get rid of it. That thing has just been, you know, lingering in my store forever. So I finally got rid of it. And like I said, I thought I'd sell it faster than I thought because it was a 3X. And, you know, it's it's a cow neck, which kind of kind of hangs around your neck. Uh, when, the, and when the woman puts it on, just kind of hangs. Almost like a, like a sweater type. And uh, it had uh, gold stripes uh golden black stripes so it sold seven bucks i made a couple bucks off of it so i just finally to get rid of it uh next up is a uh, woman's 
actually Disney woman's uh, Disney print uh, pajama button-down shirt. Uh, it's just the top, the pajama top. Uh, I found it at the Goodwill bins, I would say, four months ago. And finally sold it. Uh, took a best offer of $11. And I think I had it up for like $12.99. And they came back with an offer of $11. So I was like, sold. Want to get rid of it. Again, I thought, you know, Disney, not every Disney thing sells. I have a couple, a few Disney things in my store right now that are just sitting there. Uh, it sold. It, it has like the different uh, Disney characters, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Pluto, uh, pink short sleeve uh, pajama uh, shirt. So it sold for 11 bucks. I made, a, you know, a few bucks off of it. Uh, this one here, the next one, it's by Crown Royale, black and gold, uh, white letter, uh, white numbered stitched football jersey and i found this at savers and i think they only wanted like at that time like 2.99 1.99 or something like that you know it was sitting on the rack i saw you know anything jersey like i'll i'll dig it out and look at it and see if it's authentic because savers sells a lot of fake jerseys this one sold for 45 dollars because when i first looked at it 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 was authentic it was by Crown Royale. The stitching was amazing. Just really authentic stitching. Looked like a real football jersey. The number one on it. In the back it says, uh, I think it says Crown Royale Black on the back. And I had actually a few watches for a while. And nobody really made, uh, actually I had one offer a while ago. And it was a really low ball. And I came back with it like a decent officer offer. And they declined it, but finally sold it for forty-five. I had it up initially for forty-nine ninety-nine. Took a best offer of forty-five. Pretty good flip. I only paid a few bucks for the shirt or the jersey, and it's off to its new home. Uh, it's actually a really cool jersey. It, it's pretty cool. It's all black with you know white and gold, Crown Royale. Uh, next one up, the limited. Uh, I don't sell too many of these shirts. Uh, I see them a lot, but it depends on what kind of limited. Uh, clothing item like just like any other brand some sell brand items sell better than others the limited it's a woman's uh, long sleeve button down shirt gray had it up for a couple months sold it for $16.99 just a basic button down gray shirt for women just casual button down shirt uh, just pretty decent looking no rips or stains or anything on it so $16.99 what I sold it for. Uh, they didn't use the best offer. Offer They just just bought it. Uh, next up is a Cynthia Raleigh women's sleeveless top or blouse. Uh, it's sort of like a v-neck type blouse uh, with uh, it's like a pinkish orange sleeveless, uh, like a tank top. Uh, paid 15, the buyer paid $15.99. That's what I had it listed for. Uh, it's been listed it in my store for god i can't even remember how long this thing was listed for anymore i want to say three months i could be wrong on that uh of course picked it up at the bins 15.99 it's off to its new home uh last but not least is a vintage fruit of the loom uh t-shirt uh with it says washington dc on the left side of the t-shirt and it has like the monuments of washington dc there uh, vintage. The reason why I know it's vintage because it's made in the USA, and this uh, it has a, a thick collar on it and single stitching on the sleeve. Uh, how do I know that? 
thank you, Katie Zilberberg. She is an expert at finding vintage t-shirts. And watching her YouTube channel, you learn a lot from her. She is very knowledgeable about vintage t-shirts. So if you get a chance, subscribe to her channel. Katie Zilberberg, really good at finding vintage stuff. So found that Savers. I think I paid like $1.50 for it or something. It was on the rack. And I looked at it, the collar was real, you know, long, thick collar on it, uh, single stitch sleeve, uh, if anything, double stitch. Now, not all single stitch sleeves is vintage, but you got to look for, uh, was it made in the USA? That's a good indication. Uh, the collar is nice and thick, not thin like new t-shirts today. Uh, single stitching, you know, if, if you find all those three, it's pretty good indication that it's a vintage t-shirt. Uh, had it up for a couple months, uh, had a few watchers, and they paid $29.99 for it. Full price, that's what I put it for. That's what the comps and the other listings were going for on eBay. And that's what the customer uh, paid, $29.99. So it was a good flip on that. So those were uh, my uh, week weekend sales. Uh, it says my, uh, shoot, I got to go up here. I don't even know if it's going to show it, but uh, my sales are up 42%. Now, which is a lot better because, say, you know, it was back to school, and I'm sure people and parents and, you know, whatever were looking for a lot of uh, clothing deals and stuff. And I'm sure they were shopping online too or eBay. So my sales were up, uh, and that's pretty that's good. I mean, I see a lot of resellers on, on eBay saying their, their sales are up, you know, they're things are selling so so things were selling for me too so it looked good and those are my weekend sales uh, up next we're gonna go to some eBay news now it's time for some eBay or eBay related news first up is an article uh, on adage.com it's uh, the headline reads, want a copy of today's uh, Supreme New York Post? You'll probably have to buy it on eBay. And the article states that uh, it, it says, uh, good luck finding a copy of today's New York Post. Thanks to a promotional cover wrap featuring the logo of Supreme. Now, if you guys don't know, Supreme is a uh, streetwear company that is very, very popular right now. If you can get your hands on Supreme gear, and sell it on eBay, you're gonna make a decent profit on there. Supreme is very hot right now as far as clothing and streetwear. Um, if you ever listen to another podcast, I uh, listen to Flip Flip. He is uh, he is all Supreme. He knows everything about it. All the you know uh, what's new, what's coming out, everything Supreme. Uh, I guess Supreme had their logo printed on the cover of the New York Post. Uh, again, I'll put this on my Instagram so you guys can see it. Uh, it says, uh, the, the cult streetwear brand known for its limited edition products, drops and creative collaborations. Uh, August 13th was, was yesterday edition of the Murdoch owned tabloid is a scarce site in the newsstands across New York. Uh, fans of the brand have been snit, uh, snatching up the inky relic for its, uh, theoretical collectible value, uh, it says people have been buying them in bulk and reselling them on eBay. As of this writing, 
there are more than 600 listings of uh, listings on eBay for copies of the New York Post with the Supreme logo. And that's, I think that's what in, intrigues uh, people who, who uh, buy Supreme stuff. You know the logo. It's a simple logo that it's a red bar that says Supreme in, inside of the red bar. That's it. That's their logo. Um, 600 listing on eBay of the copy of the post. And that's what it is. It's basically, it says New York Post. And then there's just a white page. And it has the Supreme logo right in front of it. It just slapped right in front of it. Uh, the top two listings offering the paper via the auction site. Buy it now option at $8.99. More than 140 have sold so far at $9.88. For, uh, 40 sold so far with free shipping. A wordless promotional video on Supreme's Instagram account that shows the paper getting printed has racked up nearly 300,000 views of this writing. And various quasi-competitors of the post have been covering the unlikely demand. The New York Times, for instance, quotes the Post publisher Jesse Angelo as saying that the obvious, his paper has been flying off the shelves. Ha ha. Uh, Supreme collectors have been posting photos of their copies of the Supreme Rap post on social media uh, like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, which offers Supreme news, drop lists, and leaks. Hopefully notes that the New York tabloid is also, has also distribution on the West Coast. Uh, it doesn't really say anything if they, the newsstands are on the West Coast like LA have run out of them, you know, people buying them in bulk. Uh, given that Supreme is a youth-cultured brand, and the newspaper as for, well, the olds, it's a newspaper. People, as you know, these days don't read newspapers anymore. People go online to get their news. They watch TV. They go on their social media. And, you know, magazines and owners of magazines, and paper magazines, they're well aware that people don't buy magazines anymore or paper uh, newspapers. They get all their stuff online. So when something like this drops, and especially Supreme being as hot as they are right now, hot clothing uh, brand, yeah, it's going to sell a lot. And uh, and it shows a bunch of uh, Twitter posts of people buying New York posts with the Supreme logo on it. There's one that has just like bundles and bundles of it. And um, that's pretty much it. Um, people are just going crazy over Supreme and, you know, just buying the newspaper in bulk and selling it on eBay and people are buying them. You know, there's a lot of Supreme collectors out there, so it, uh, I'm sure they want to get their hands on that one. So that's pretty much it for that one. Uh, next up, you can hear my computer clicking. Uh, this one's off of GeekWire, geekwire.com. Um, the uh, headline for this uh, article is OfferUp is raising a ton of cash as it battles Craigslist, eBay, Facebook, and other platforms. Uh, and it has the picture of the two uh, co-founders of OfferUp, uh, Irene Van Velen and Nick Huzar. Uh, I guess they are the ones that started OfferUp. And they're raising a huge round of funding as the mobile marketplace continues to grow and battle a crowded field of competitors. You know, Facebook, Amazon, eBay, uh, you know, uh, what's the other one? Uh, uh, Let Go, you know, all these other selling platforms. Uh, according to a filing of the U.S. Secretaries and Exchange Commission, confirmed offer up, the company is seeking a, uh, approximately $150 million in fresh cash. 
OfferUp has raised more than $39 million from 15 investors so far, according to the filing. OfferUp is one of the highest-valued private companies based in the Pacific Northwest, crossing the $1 billion threshold after raising a whopping $130 million in the late 2016. Over its five-year lifespan, uh, OfferUp has raised approximately $221 million. Uh, the quote is, our focus is on building the best and most successful experience for consumers as resulted in OfferUp being the largest local marketplace in the U.S. OfferUp CEO Nick Kuzar said in a statement, we're now well on our way to leveraging our size to reach into building a real business with significant revenue and a clear path to profitability. Um, which I, with this statement, I, I believe they're just basically saying, we want to grow, they want to get bigger, they want to compete with eBay, you know, Amazon, and why would you want to compete with Amazon? Because that's, like I said before my other podcast, Amazon is a completely different beast. Those guys are top dog. You're going to have to really do something special to defeat Amazon. Anyway, OfferUp really wants to grow. And like I said in my other podcast, you know, eBay made all these changes, you know, and I think they're well aware that all these platforms, especially OfferUp, and Macari and all these other platforms that you can just do right off your phone are really gaining speed and are really, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> gaining, uh, gaining uh, a lot of, uh... okay, I'm back. Uh, here's the thing with the podcast, uh, not to interrupt eBay related news right now. <laughs> I usually have a glass of water, so because when I'm when I'm talking, my throat gets dry, and I'll start sipping on some water. Well, I forgot to get a, a glass of water, so I was going through the the offer up uh, article. I was <laughs> my throat was getting dry. I was kind of hoping it would just kind of pass, and <laughs> but it didn't. So I had to stop recording and get a glass of water and kind of regroup myself. Uh, <laughs> so I apologize. Uh, Usually, you know, if you with this Anchor app, there, there's no way to edit. So if, if you mess up one of the segments or I'm going through a segment and you mess up and you're like coughing or you sneeze or whatever, you either have to delete what you just recorded and redo the whole segment or just push on and just hopefully, you know, my listeners out there just get a kick of me, you know, choking to death. But uh, I'm just choosing to push on. Um, I'm kind of. Uh, rushing through this today because uh, my time is limited. I do have to get to work today, um, but uh, I apologize. <laughs> I didn't want to choke to death on my podcast. Um, going back, uh, Offer Up uh, moved their new headquarters uh, office to Bellevue, uh, saying it's time for its employees to count. Uh, its employees count had doubled from more than 200 to 240 employees. And has 50 uh, positions open. Um, like I said, OfferUp, they're 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 gaining speed. They're they're gaining steam. Uh, they're really trying to build this company up, and they're trying to compete. And I think they're going after. I would say they're going after. They want to be in the same league as eBay. They want to be in the same league as Amazon, uh, Facebook Marketplace, which is a huge marketplace. 
and uh, I think they're they're going about it the right way. Um, I had I have used the OfferUp in the past uh, when they first came out, uh, announced that they're doing uh, shipping, which means you can sell your stuff nationally now instead of locally. And but I knew big things were going to come from them. Uh, but uh, yeah, they're they're, they're going to become a monster. That's uh, offer up right here. And again, I'll post this on my uh, Instagram. You'll see the picture of the two owners on here. And uh, they're gonna they're gonna be a monster. We'll see. Okay. Now it's time for weird listing of the week. Now it's time for Weird Listing of the Week, everybody's favorite segment of my podcast. Uh, this week, is a, it's a weird listing. Um, I've actually seen these before, and if you're really into the voodoo thing, then this is the item for you. Um, it's called the Little Voodoo Kit, and the seller is 3006 underscore C-A-L, Cal. Uh, he... Post this on here uh, with a kit with uh, looks like a little voodoo doll. It's white in color and it has like a bunch of uh, push pins on the bottom of the package. And it has looks like a little instruction uh, book on here how to use your voodoo doll. And it has two pictures on here front and back. It's pretty basic. But uh, his description is brand new little voodoo kit. Never opened or used. Used for revenge therapy. If you do not like your neighbors or have a friend that has done you injustice or an in-law that you're just upset with, this kit is for you. And that's his uh, description of the voodoo doll. And um, yeah, I mean, if you're into voodoo and you want to mess with somebody really bad, then this kit is for you. Uh, just purchase it for $7 or make an offer, actually. He has it for $7 and make an offer. Um, it's got the different push pins, colors, instruction manual, and it will teach you how to use the voodoo doll on whoever you want to inflict pain on. <laughs> and uh, the, actually, it's pretty funny because the instruction kit on there has like these people, you know, putting a push pin in it and they're like all freaking out, kind of freakish cartoonish looking instruction kit and uh the doesn't say how big the voodoo doll is and you can't really tell from the photo but it only looks like it's only like a few inches like about as big as your hand and uh it's just pure white voodoo doll i guess you can you know paste someone's face on it or you know grab a lock of their hair and put it on it i'm not really sure how this works <laughs> but uh it's it's a weird listing. Someone had put a voodoo doll kit on here. And that's pretty much it. Uh, thanks for uh, listening to my show. Again, my show is gaining a lot of listeners. And I really, really thank everybody out there who's listening to the show. Uh, I didn't, like I said, I didn't have a reseller on to, to interview. Uh, my time was limited. Uh, but I was, I was browsing through the uh, i. Uh, the i the iPhone my iPhone app where it has the uh, listing for not the listing oh man I'm way off today the app for podcast on your Apple phone because I have an, uh, an iPhone six and uh, I just looked up you know my podcast and I was like oh, I wonder if anybody left a review on here 
And sure enough, someone left a review on my podcast. They said they enjoy listening to the podcast and everything, but they did have one uh, criticism of the show was my transitions. <laughs> my transitions are super loud and exhausted. Is there any way they would adjust the volume on the transitions? Because every time you transition to another segment, I have to take my earbuds off because it's so loud. Uh, I do apologize. Uh, I should have got the name of the guy who reviewed it, but um, I do apologize. But with the Anchor app, um, I put in the transitions in between segments. And um, I do do an opening. Uh, if you have the Anchor app, listen to the Anchor app because I feature a new uh, artist or a new song on the beginning of my podcast uh, because, you know, I'm a, I'm a film freak and I'm a music freak and, you know, I'm a... You know, just I love music and film. And uh, uh, this week I featured uh, Led Zeppelin. The reason why I featured Led Zeppelin is because I watched the new Thor movie, which was really good, and it featured a Led Zeppelin song on there, which was the song I featured on the beginning of this podcast. But uh, yeah, it's uh, he he just said, "Can you uh, lower the transitions?" I'm like, "No, I can't," because once I put the transition in, there's no way to edit anything on the Anchor app. And if there's one one criticism I have about the Anchor app is that uh, I wish they would put more features on here where you can adjust the volume or you can can edit your podcast like like I said before if you like cough or sneeze or something you you know you don't you can go back and just delete that part but you don't you have to delete the whole thing and redo it if you don't want any mistakes in there. Which is the only criticism I have for this app. But other than that I I love the Anchor app. I love what you can do on here. I'm reaching a lot of people, and I love it, and people are, are, are favoriting my show, and you can download the podcast uh, from Anchor or any podcast app uh, that you have on your phone. Uh, again, I just want to thank everybody. Uh, it's, you know, it's amazing how many people are listening to the show. I'm just astounded about how many people are listening to the show, so thank you very, very, very much. Uh, my name, again, my name is Johnny, Sin City Hustlers. Look me up on Instagram under sin underscore city underscore hustlers follow me on instagram everything i talk about on my podcast i put on my instagram and thank you very much everybody have a good week have a good weekend hope your sales are up and keep on hustling